right, welcome to the Texas Hemp Show podcast. This is podcast number 124 this week of the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher and editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. Currently, our April-May edition is floating around the state of Texas and the CBD stores and um, smoke shops available all throughout the Lone Star State. Got those down to San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, and Austin currently, so... uh, Good to do that, and uh, yeah, podcast 124 this week on the show, welcoming in the new ESPN audience, tuning tuning in for the first week here on, uh, as we've uh, partnered back with our friends over at Waterloo Media, so good morning to all of those guys listening in on the ESPN. I'm Russell Dowden. I publish the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine, and then we do the Texas Hemp Show podcast. Joining me on the on this week on the show, I've got a couple of frequent guests to the program actually joining us on the show. Dalton O'Neill, founder of Greenlight Events up in Dallas, chiming in this week on the show, telling us a little bit about some events that he's got coming up. And then also Lucas Evans over at Earth Endeavor. And uh, and then later in the program will be Jay McGuire from the Texas Hemp Federation, kind of giving us a legislative update of all things going on down there at the 88th legislature as lawmakers uh, look to make some changes, hopefully for the better, guys. But uh, welcome. Let's bring in Dalton. Say hi. How you doing, Dalton? For having me, Russell. Excited to be on another episode of the Texas Hemp Reporter. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for for being on the show. And we've been bumping into you, kind of hanging out sometimes over there with uh, with J Man. And still, you still booking some shows for Weed and Whiskey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the current mandate. We're looking for <laughs> uh, really fun folks to get on the show. And uh, as you saw, the new studio in Austin. I think we're going to start going in between it. Uh, you know, we actually have a meeting with him tomorrow to find out, you know, the run of show and when we're going to start scheduling folks. Yeah, it's really exciting. He wants to see if I might do a show down there once in a while because I'm in Austin. I'm kind of open to see what we explore with that opportunity. But that studio was beautiful. I got to see you over there on Wednesday afternoon. Or really, that was Tuesday, I guess, a day before yesterday. But very exciting opportunity down there. Those dudes, Those guys do a great job over there at Real News. Yeah, the like the locations, everything, you know, booking guests. It's like, hey, come down to downtown and take a peep at the governor's mansion. You know, at the very <laughs> least, even if you didn't want to be on our show, you'd still have a good time and it would leave a good, you know, hypothetically, we messed up, which we never do. They'd still have a good experience. So it's not like they're in a you know, dark closet in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, this new studio has the background of the Capitol behind it. I posted a picture of Jay Man and I sitting there at the at the broadcast desk uh, yes, the other day, and a very beautiful studio. So we're excited to be over there and, and get an opportunity to do those uh, uh, some shows ourselves over there with the Texas Hemp Show. So we're excited about uh, about moving forward with that. But uh, you guys uh, rubbed elbows with some some. Some players in the the cannabis space. Tell us about that event. I missed out on that, but you, I knew you guys were going. It was like a super uh, super last minute thing that I heard. We got uh, reached out to by a couple of folks from Vicente Cedarburg, a law firm. I hope I'm saying that right in Denver. And uh, the Nelson family and Woody Harrelson got together to have a you know legislature policy talk to see what we could do to move forward. Kind of like a direct action fundraiser, trying to just push things forward, give updates. There was a historic hearing the next day. So I kind of just got the last minute invite. Uh, J-Man was in on it and yeah, Woody was there. I mean, Woody is like a personal like hero of mine and so many other folks. He's one of the original hempsters. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Woody Harrelson. When I, uh, he was in the movie hempsters, he got arrested in Kentucky, uh, Kentucky, Kentucky. I love that. There we go. 
There you uh, are with Woody himself there. Yeah, yeah, we had to hunt him down. I thought he left, and I got all sad for a second. Uh, so <laughs> I'm like, dude, I got to get your picture. Because the funniest thing, I mean, everybody's got a favorite Woody movie, but, uh, you know, Zombieland, the very first scene, it's like, hey, uh, this isn't a shithole. It's just Garland, Texas. And, you know, I, I grew up in Garland, Texas, and it was just kind of hilarious. Uh, you know, that was like a big joke, you know, because Zombieland was a big movie at the time. But Woody's like the original hempster getting arrested in Kentucky for – uh, planting uh, industrial hemp seed, I think, you know, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just really cool to see him. It kind of rejuvenated. I know me and some other folks, it wasn't wasn't open to the public or anything, but I think with the results they got, they'll probably be doing more stuff. I don't know with, with the Harrelsons um, involved, but they'll probably do more events like that. Our, our second guest, Lucas, we're both at the recent uh, EarthX down there can you tell us uh, how did that turn out what was uh, what was the experience like there for, for the Dallas uh, EarthX that was a weekend before Earth EarthX was great you know it's one of the largest environmental uh, trade shows and expos bringing together for-profit companies non-profit companies and governmental agencies and uh, we had a really good hemp turnout you know we had Morris from noco bring down and run the hemp general store it actually was freezing on Sunday he almost sold out of hemp hoodies you know, you wouldn't think people were buying a bunch of hoodies in uh, late April in Texas, but it was so darn cold that he was selling them like left and right. I'd like to know how many hoodies he sold on Sunday. Uh, we had, you know, Ray from the Hemp Builders Association mm-hmm. uh, bring a lot of really good setup. There was a lot of real estate and construction people in Dallas walking around the show. Uh, we had a built environment conference. So I know on firsthand that a lot of uh, real estate and uh, construction builders walked through and saw specifically the hemp wood product that folks are a little excited about. And uh, it was just a good show, man. It was a good show. Yeah. It, it, it's not it's not as much about the CBD and the cannabinoids. We had some of that there. And, uh, you know, we, you know, I think uh, all, all the exhibitors that I talked to were pretty pumped about it. So uh, it's fun, fun show, uh, Earth Day in Dallas. And uh, it was good getting everybody together. Well, you know, we're uh, working with your team uh, on a new cover for the June edition of the Texas Hemp Reporter. You've got an, uh, your annual event that you uh, do with the Texas Roundup. Uh, are you starting to get folks booked for this? I understand it's going to be in August this year, but uh, we're partnering with you on, on you know, covering this and, and trying to, you know, get some of the maybe speakers we uh, that you've got lined up and maybe promote this with you uh, in the magazine or you want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, what you've got coming up? Yeah. Yeah. We're about to go all in Russell and I appreciate it. We're excited to work with you on this. Uh, like when I first met you, I said, Hey, we'll, we'll, we want to do a cover, you know, but just it's got to be the right time and the right thing. And you know, the Texas cannabis roundup is going to be in August um, either 10th or 17th. We're debating mm-hmm. on the date right now mm-hmm. uh, still, but it's about 105, 110 days away. And it's going to be fun, man. We're going to have a couple of exhibitors. We're going to open the, that back room. It's going to be at the Longhorn Ice House over there in, in Irving. Uh, the Texican Hotel is like the perfect place to stay. You got Red River, one of the largest saloons, uh, Honky Tonks in Dallas. Uh, it's like second biggest other than Billy Bob's in Fort Worth. Uh, we've got a couple speakers already, already announced in a couple – uh, sponsors. I'm really about to get that out to folks and see who wants to participate. We're, we've gotten really lucky with the laws not getting slammed shut on us just yet. You know, it's mm-hmm. always nerve wracking as an event promoter to throw an event and all of a sudden, let's say they just change all the laws right before the event. Uh, we're really lucky to have a good partnership with Longhorn Ice House. They want us, we want them. Uh, it's on a Thursday night. We always joke that, dude, 
you know, Russell, you know how hard it is to get you to come on a Saturday? <laughs> Impossible. Yeah. But Thursday, Thursday, you might make it. And uh, so we're hoping to give everybody a long weekend, everybody take Friday off or, you know, or at least take a half day. And uh, it's going to be a good time. We're rounding up the Texas cannabis industry. And, That's right. You know, I, I hate to promote it like that because everybody's got conferences and this and we do a little bit different. You know, we promote business B2B. Uh, it's really tailored towards, you know, cannabis and hemp executives that want to meet other people, meet other people in the supply chain, meet their buyer, meet distribution. I mean, we're going to I bet I bet we at least have like 150 stores. Well, we, you know, like uh, collectively, you know, with chains and and I'm being pretty, you know, conservative on that because we're going to have you know, the biggest processors, biggest chain stores, and uh, some of the biggest products. Like, they're already told me they're coming, so. Well, we went, we were there last year in Dalton, and it was a, it was a huge success. It was a lot of fun. You get to meet new people in the space. Uh, there's, there were folks uh, that I met, um, that I know now, that I met at that event. So um, the Texas Cannabis Roundup really puts together uh, folks that are in this space and from that, that B2B professional, you know, you get to hear speakers. It's also a lot of fun uh, as well, but you know, last year you did it on a Wednesday, which I I like that you're doing these on Wednesdays and Thursdays because everybody has plans on the weekend. So you just come up to Dallas for on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday night and or Thursday and, and, and come hang out. We got there at five o'clock on Wednesday last year. It, it, It gives me a little bit of anxiety when you're like, driving on a Saturday, you know, there's people's kids, baseball games, there's bachelor parties, there's weddings. I don't want to put you in a tough spot of, are you going to come to the coolest Texas cannabis event of the year? Or, you know, go to your kids baseball game. I don't want to put you in that spot. So uh, everybody <laughs> can come enjoy a thirsty Thursday. And actually, uh, uh, Russell, I just booked a smoking fish charter. So I'm going on May 25th to go smoking fish with that guy. So hopefully we get that captured and maybe play a little bit. Um, you know, we think the run of show is going to be about an hour. It's all about just bringing people together, meeting folks. You know, sunlight's the best disinfectant. And, you know, we like to have a party. We like to get people together. The conferences are great. We'll have a couple speakers. Let's really get in and get out. I'm going to go to commercial break, Dalton. But fire off the website. How can folks get in touch with you to learn more about the, the roundup? Yeah, yeah. Go, go to, uh, you know, Facebook. We have an event We have an event launch. You go to greenlighteventsco.com. Instagram, Texas Cannabis Roundup. You know, uh, tickets are going to be for sale on Event High, most likely. So uh, just check it out. You know, it's uh, stuff should be coming out, you know, like second week of May. Well, very cool. Thank you so much. You guys stay right there. We're going to take a commercial break. This is the Texas Hemp Show here on ESPN 1027. We'll be back on the other side. Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. The Texas Hemp Show is brought to you by your friends at CBD Pros USA, your cannabis experts. Right now, you can save 50% off any one product if you mention the Texas Hemp Show. That's right, 50% off anything on the online store menu. Nanotincture, watermelon gummies, our Brio Drip Moisturizing Cream, any single item, 50% off. That's CBD Pros. CBD is present in more significant quantities in 
hemp than marijuana. And because it's non-psychoactive, CBD is widely regarded as the cannabinoid with the most health potential by researchers. If you'd like to learn more about CBD and our products at CBD Pros, you can read our education page and browse some of our products to learn more. Visit CBDProsUSA.com. That's CBDProsUSA.com. Big Sky Scientific is offering Texas a Big Sky discount on all full-spectrum dissolute and isolate CBD oils. Does your CBD supplier actually produce their own CBD, or do they simply outsource from other wholesalers within the industry? We're offering store owners in Texas and retailers our CBD, CBG, Isomax, CBN, Isomax, and our broad-spectrum super premium extract. All of Big Sky Scientific products are over 95% CBD with minor connections present at 1%. CBN, CBG, CBN, CBT, and THC levels below 1%. Call Big Sky Sci for more info on our CBD extraction services and high-quality CBD oils. Big Sky distributes to the world's largest CBD manufacturers and is ready to distribute and work with Texas farmers today. Call Big Sky Sci at 406-578-4900. That's 406-578-4900. Big Sky Scientific. Smile and Wellness is a proud sponsor of the Texas Hemp Show and has earned a reputation for creating future-minded CBD and Delta innovations. From broad-spectrum CBD to a wide variety of recreational products, Smilin offers the best experience while matching the needs of consumers across the board. Are you a fan of edibles? The Smilin connection of in-demand hemp-derived goodies are bursting with flavor. Fun to consume, drive long-lasting results, and provide just the right amount of cannabinoid doses. Check out the variety of potent Delta 9 Gushers, Delta 8 Chocolate Malt Balls, Space Rings, and Nerd-like Candy Clusters. Smilin has also unveiled a new line of functional and euphoric mushrooms that provide powerful and pure solutions to nurture the body and elevate the mind. Stay tuned for the biggest launch of the year, Mushroom Life. Go to SmilinWellness.com, S-M-I-L-Y-N Wellness.com. Hemp-derived cannabinoids, such as Delta-8 and others, are once again under threat in the Texas legislature. But Hometown Hero, a supporter of the Texas Hemp Show, is leading the fight to keep these products legal and available for adults 21 and older in the Lone Star State. Based in Austin, Hometown Hero is known for its specialty hemp-derived products, which have garnered recognition from High Times Magazine and have earned over 3,000 five-star reviews and counting. With their gummies, cereal bars, sour belts, and more, Hometown Hero offers new and novel experiences while donating to nonprofits helping U.S. veterans in need. If you're curious to try premium hemp products from the people leading the fight for hemp in Texas, you can get a 20% discount on all Hometown Hero products by using code THR20 at hometownherocbd.com. That's code THR20 at hometownherocbd.com. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Texas lawmakers are in session this year to improve or alter laws on cannabis and hemp products. So stay tuned this legislative season with the Texas Hemp Show, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on ESPN 102.7. Or download the Texas Hemp Show wherever podcasts are available. The Texas Hemp Show is the official podcast for the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. The Texas Hemp Show is sponsored by CBD Pros, your cannabis experts. That's the Texas Hemp Show, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on ESPN Austin. 
Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Doubt. I've been stuffed in your pocket for the last hundred days. When I don't get my bath, I take it out on the slaves. So grease up your baby for the ball on the hill. Welcome back to the Texas Hymn Show. This is podcast number 124 this week on the show. I'm Russell Dowden, the publisher and editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. And we cover Texas hemp and cannabis news here in the Lone Star State. The magazines are available all across Texas. And the uh, you can find us in the CBD stores, smoke shops around Austin. You can... Uh, pick these up around town. You can see them. Uh, they're in Houston. They're in uh, Dallas. We're in San Antonio as well as the Austin, Texas area. But that's our publication, the Texas Hemp Reporter. Check us out online at the TexasHempReporter.com as well. And uh, uh, that's uh, our our news magazine that we've been doing now for three years. Joining us this week on the show is Lucas Evans, founder of E3 Agriculture. Uh, here, <laughs> but obviously working on hemp has been all of my time the last three years. So I'm always impressed with uh, the program that you put together and really watching these commercials on here, the people and just the level of, of media and organization. It's kind of maturing, you know, it's real. So I appreciate the time. Yeah, no, thank you for, thank you for coming on. I I had a hole in the spot this week. So all you guys uh, accommodated this week's show is the first show that's uh, on our new ESPN listening audience this week. So we're welcoming in everybody on the, the Saturday morning show, but you know, Hey man, you guys are doing some cool things that your name's been coming up in, in the circles here and there. And, and I just, I, I think we ran across you on something on social media a couple of weeks ago. And I told you, I said, hey, let's get you back on and tell us about what you guys got cooking out there. Because I've I've heard about some progress that you're making out there in, in the industrial side. And I just thought, you know, hey, let's check in with Lucas. And, 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 and it's been a year or two since we had you on. So I thought we'd check in with you and tell us what you got going on out there. You were also at EarthX with Dalton out there a few weeks ago, last week as well, weren't you? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, a lot has happened since the last time I was on this call. Um, this is show 124, so <laughs> I think I was like 59 or It's been a while. Uh, yeah, so we'll get a good update here. But, um, yeah, so we had a very successful first two years. This will be our third full year of trying industrial hemp in Texas. And uh, we're going to go for about 300 acres. Um, about one-third of that's going to be pretty local within Taylor, Texas, Um it's just northeast of Austin, about 30 minutes. Um, and our farm and operation is located out here in Laneport. And um, we're about 80% of the way planting. Um, you know, we're always a little bit behind. Trying to get seeds is still a challenge. Um, we are a good source for seeds if anybody needs help looking for them on the industrial hemp side of it. But uh, yeah, so we're getting geared up. Uh, for another exciting year and um, supplying a lot of green builders and like I said maturing and kind of mass adoption have been my two uh, key words I think the last six months here mm-hmm. and hemp is really kind of growing up as an industry and certainly becoming a mainstream subject to the point that EarthX had it featured pretty standalone in between DFW airport and 
um, you know, waste management and the like, you know, so it's kind of fulfilling so far what we've set out to do. And, uh, you know, it takes people like yourself spreading the word. I mean, I'm looking at this, like I need to get a good, uh, commercial, <laughs> which we're talking about doing a big, uh, public campaign here in the next few months. So well, let me just got to get through planting. Well, that's, you know? uh, that's what I was going to ask you next. You know, are you, are you starting your planting process out there in your grow operation in Taylor, Texas? Are you, is that, you know, everybody plants differently on their scheduling, but uh, it seems like June is the time most people have pretty much already got seeds in the ground by June. Totally. Yeah. I mean, our, our real window is between, uh, end of March, beginning of April, and then about middle of May. Mm -hmm. uh, by June, you know, if you kind of miss those rains, which we've been blessed with the last couple of weeks, um, couldn't have been a day later, <laughs> but we got the rains that we needed. And so, yeah, we'll be finished up here in the next 10 days with planting, hopefully by May, May 5th really is when we're hoping to be done with it. So yeah, we uh, don't irrigate here. So we're dry land, black land prairie, We've got deep soils um, that retain a good bit of moisture, so we're fortunate. But uh, we need rain, so whatever well, prayers and dances you have in store, <laughs> keep well, it up, guys. Well, we've certainly got a few, a little bit of it here in the last week or so, uh, certainly last night and this and, and the day before. But uh, uh, can you talk about the genetics that you're 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 using for this season? Anything particular? Do you, do you mind sharing that, or is that kind of top secret, uh, Lucas? What with what you uh, have planned for your, your, your 2023 grow operation out there? It's not top secret, uh, <laughs> but we do consult. We offer that as a service and are happy to work with area farmers. Um, I don't have agreements with the seed companies, so I won't say exactly, okay. but yeah, I'll tell you they're from overseas. Um, and I mean, Chinese really, and, uh, Australian, you know, so we'll narrow, narrow it down to two giant countries. Mm -hmm. But uh, nonetheless, those kind of regions and those lineages are consistent. And um, so that's, you know, what seems to be working here in Texas. They were good for us last year through a really hard drought. We're, you know, going with it. And I mean, I could take y'all out to the field right now. I mean, we've got good emergence. So as well, far as seed germination, it's above 85%. And they're already about three or four inches tall. So. We're kind of off to the races. <laughs> well, I need to come out there and see you. You know, we're right here in Round Rock, and I just got to go down 79 to, to visit you out there in Taylor. And I, I think I want to do that here before the next issue. The next issue for the magazine, Lucas, comes out in June. So that would be my third anniversary edition. But sure would be mm. kind of cool to, you know, uh, take, come out there and take some pictures and see what uh, you guys are doing out there. I, I, uh, you're not that well, totally. And I should um, I should say right now, uh, I've got a good team and we've been putting together um, a lot of engagements and really going to be proactive. We've been kind of on the defense, frankly, just because of how much demand that this industry has put upon us. Um, you know, in terms of industrial hemp across the board, you're talking about, you know, plastics to animal feed and everything in between. And so, um, you know, we've been really just trying to catch up with that. And starting to get ahead, and we are going to be having a field day and workshop at the end of June, beginning of July. We're thinking that weekend before July 4th, um, and we're going to finalize that in the next few days. But we'll get uh, Texas A&M agronomist. We're going to have some commodities exchange people, and then we're going to be talking about building with hemp. So we're going to take it from 
basically seed to construction or finished product. And, uh, you know, it'll be a holistic weekend out here at the farm. Come out, bring your tents. We're right next to Granger Lake uh, mm-hmm. State Park. And so we'll be putting out some stuff on there. We might put it in the magazine, honestly. Yeah, no, that's, that's really cool. And that's one of the things folks, you know, folks know they're, uh, you know, I know, and our listeners on the ESPN side, they're probably familiar with CBD products from the, from the sports arena in, in, in that area. Cause a lot of athletes use that, but you know, building with hemp, that's becoming popular. Are there very many structures in the central Texas area that have been erected with the hempcrete? Um, I know that, uh, Henry uh, Vias did a project with some guys in East Austin a few years ago, didn't he? Uh, um, there's some, mm-hmm. there's a couple of building structures that are out there that are made of, of hempcrete and, and, uh, that's going to be huge once we get more, you know, home builders start building with hempcrete. I mean, isn't that isn't that exciting? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, we work really closely with Texas A&M on all of this. I mean, they're fired up about it. They just got a $3.7 million grant to study 3D printing with hemp. Um, wow. So, I mean, yeah, that's kind of where that's headed. But then really to talk about EarthX, I mean, that was kind of the main focus there and like Dalton said, I mean, there were real-time construction firms who, you know, we followed up with who were like, we want to get in on a new building material that's natural. Um, and Austin's a perfect place for it, but, you know, really there's not been much innovation in, constru- in construction other than, like, what more fossil fuel poison can you spray in your house and stuff. And, right. um, you know, so this is like a really new kind of cutting-edge building material. And I mean, I spend most of my time with architects in Austin. Um, we work really closely with one, uh, Caroline Dunn at BioBuild, and also Moon Tower Architects. And, uh, yeah, Henry Baez and his organization is obviously a pioneer here. Stay, stay right there, so, Lucas. Yeah. We're going to take another quick commercial break. We'll jump. We're going to come right back and continue our conversation with Lucas Evans. This is the Texas Hemp Show, Podcast 124. We'll be right back on the other side. To the The Texas Hemp Show is brought to you by your friends at CBD Pros USA, your cannabis experts. Right now, you can save 50% off any one product if you mention the Texas Hemp Show. That's right, 50% off anything on the online store menu. Nanotincture, watermelon gummies, our Brio Drip moisturizing cream, any single item, 50% off. That's CBD Pros. CBD is present in more significant quantities in hemp than marijuana. And because it's non-psychoactive, CBD is widely regarded as the cannabinoid with the most health potential by researchers. If you'd like to learn more about CBD and our products at CBD Pros, you can read our education page and browse some of our products to learn more. Visit CBDProsUSA.com. That's CBDProsUSA.com. 
Big Sky Scientific is offering Texas a Big Sky discount on all full-spectrum dissolute and isolate CBD oils. Does your CBD supplier actually produce their own CBD, or do they simply outsource from other wholesalers within the industry? We're offering store owners in Texas and retailers our CBD, CBG, Isomax, CBN, Isomax, and our broad-spectrum super premium extract. All of Big Sky Scientific products are over 95% CBD with minor connections present at 1%. CBN, CBG, CBN, CBT, and THC levels below 1%. Call Big Sky Sci for more info on our CBD extraction services and high-quality CBD oils. Big Sky distributes to the world's largest CBD manufacturers and is ready to distribute and work with Texas farmers today. Call Big Sky Sci at 406-578-4900. That's 406-578-4900. Big Sky Scientific. to the Texas Hip Show. This is podcast 124 this week. I'm Russell Dowden, your host, publisher for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. We're going to continue our conversation with Lucas Evans of the Earth Endeavor. Lucas is growing hemp out in Taylor, Texas, and uh, uh, we're learning more about what the things you can do with hemp. We're, we're very excited to see maybe about opportunities with industrial hemp grow operations, I think this is very exciting and, and, and an unexplored part of the market that we're all very anxious to see more of what we can do with with industrial hemp and and you know building and you know maybe even you know we're getting talking into plastics and and biofuels and things like this. There's a lot of things we can do with this plant. It's a very amazing time for Texans, and we just are excited that we cover this and um, Lucas. Is part is you know knee deep literally in uh, hemp out there <laughs> as we, you know we were talking about before you before the commercial break, Lucas about you know Henry and and some of the things that uh, he's done out there. You can build with this, and not everybody knows that you know there's you can you can build with hemp creed. You can uh, do a lot of different things besides just the medicinal side of the med- uh, of of the plant that we've all become familiar with the last few years here in Texas. But, you know, there's so much more. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, hempcrete is probably our main product right now. Uh, we moved the most material right here. Mm-hmm. That's headed out to um, actually a project in Austin. And Austin's a very ideal economy for this, right? You have a bunch of, uh, how do you say, excess wealth and green dreams. And that coupled with really a lack of natural materials available on the market to build with uh, hemp and the derivatives from it, from the hemp wool, hemp wood, which are two great companies, and then hempcrete. Um, and there's workshops popping up all over America. Um, I need to shout out my guys at Winona Hemp Co. Come and smoke it. Uh, <laughs> my guy Hunter, he hauled some of our tree bar. So we have a rebar alternative derived from plants um, with some hemp in it. And so we're starting to play with it on a really kind of advanced level and trying to be able to compete with the big players in an in industry, you know, and that's the only way that hemp's going to become relevant. And I'll say that, you know, serious farmers are very interested in this. I mean, they understand the future like A&M. 
um, has really fully committed to this plant. You know, we talk to farmers who have 15, 30,000 acres and farm for HEB and they're like, hey, you know, let's get in on this from a protein standpoint, from hemp grain and seed for people and cattle to, you know, the fiber, which is obviously our dream to make an American flag or a Texan flag out of, <laughs> out of hemp, you know, so we're getting there. But uh, Well, Lucas, you know, you yeah. talk about the, the industrial space, but you know, who, who, who are the really big players in industrial in Texas right now? You know, can you, can you net, you know, spot out just a, 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 a shout off a couple uh, that comes to mind uh, in, in, um, you know, in the, yeah, in totally. the largest, the larger scale of everything. Well, and you know, Texas is so big and there are so many people and, and money here that some of these people pop up and they've got, you know, they're, de they're on step Y, you know, they're 10 years ahead of everybody. And so, um, there's a few, you know, I think everyone's still trying to work through it, but there's Delta Ag up in Lubbock. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. I know there's Tetra Hemp down in Harlingen, yeah. uh, right there near Mexico. And then, uh, you've got, uh, Panda Biotech, which we've been hearing a lot about. I yeah. haven't seen anything. Yeah. Um, you know, but, I, I, I haven't, no, it's just funny you mentioned them. Cause I, I, I spoke to the senior vice president of agriculture at Panda Biotech earlier in the week. His name is Serge Salinas. And I spoke to him and he just, he said, Russell, we're really just, what we're doing is we're just still focused on building out our facility. Um, I know they're working with farmers and they've got a program that they can um, offer and grow, uh, work with them on the seeds and planting. They've got some different programs that they are offering, but he just told me, you know, the other day that, that they were just still basically focused on completing their build out up there. And I do want to get John at Tetra Hemp on the show in a couple of weeks. I, I have a slot reserved for John to be profiled in the June issue of the magazine. So a couple of those names are familiar with me. Uh, at least I'm familiar yeah, good. with them. These guys need attention. You know, we need, mm -hmm. uh, I know they're doing hard work. I, I mean, I get it. It's full time out here trying to make it happen, but, uh, they certainly are doing the Lord's work. You know, we need to really increase that processing infrastructure, which is not easy. You know, we haven't made anything in America in like the last 40 years. And so hemp provides a real opportunity to like, you know, fire up these old gins. And um, <laughs> that's what we're doing here in Taylor. Yeah. You know, I mean, this used to be a huge cotton uh, market and an economy and it kind of tapered. So we're taking advantage of it like others, you know. Yeah, let, let listeners know that are new to this space uh, uh, that how how can pe why should people get involved and be a part of the hemp scene in Texas? Why 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 get involved in this? Yeah, I mean it's kind of <laughs> the next best thing in farming. Yeah, that's right. We still farm a lot, and so from a food to fiber and fuel standpoint, just from basic growth and efficiencies, it is going to compete with corn and cotton and and maize and grant and wheat so if you just think one in every 10 farmers tries this i mean that's like 1.4 million acres and so there's going to be lots of material there are obviously all of these end products that we talk about and i mean we get people all the time from the last industry you would ever think of being like hey can we have this part of your hemp plant um, you know, we're talking with a group that, uh, yeah, I mean, puts like the red paint on 
on ships, you know, mm-hmm. on tankers and stuff. And so there's really just uh, um, not a lot of farmers and we need food and we need like sustainable materials to kind of fill our demand. You know, we're kind of in, an insatiable species. And so we just got to kind of feed that with not fossil fuels. Can you can you talk about how much or how big you're planting this year? Is that something you want to share with, with us on the yeah, show? I, mean, and I was just curious what, you know, how – how how many acres are you planting up there in Taylor? I mean, right immediately we have about sixty acres connected, mm-hmm. um, and then we're working with A and M. They're going to be sponsoring. We're sponsoring a crop with them at the Styles Farm Foundation, which will be uh, open to the public. You can go over there. We're open to the public pretty much. We're right off of the county road, um, and then we're kind of contracting with about two hundred other acres. And so, yeah, it's pretty straightforward economics we need legislatures to get on board with this because they subsidize the hell out of corn and everything else that <laughs> you know we know is not the best for us and so keeping an eye on that and then letting us grow it you know and kind of making it easier on these farmers because they're not going to go through the process to get seven licenses and you know have a controlled substance that they need to manifest every time they pick it up and move it um, yeah there's no telling when you have to get out here and it's going to rain and you need to move product. And so, yeah, I think there's still some much, there's a ton of work left to do, but now is the right time to get in on it. And (laughs) the Texan spirit, you know, let's get it guys. Get it going. Let me ask you, uh, and we've got a minute or two here, but we'll wrap with you on this segment. But I wanted to ask, I, 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 uh, were you part of uh, any speaking down at the legislative? Have you, were you down there talking with legislatures at all recently? I, yeah, we try to. Uh, Lisa Nolan put that together with the Texas Hemp Coalition, which is a great organization uh, for any like people getting into this to get started with. Um, but yeah, it was a legislative day for hemp, and you know I was there kind of representing the farmers and industrial processors, and you know there's real interest. I mean, they understand the potential here, and you know everything. What do they say about Texas? You know. Everything's bigger in Texas, and so <laughs> we're going to come on the scene in a big way with industrial hemp. So, well, um, well, how can folks learn more about your work and the good things that you're doing out there? You've got this, uh, 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 I guess you call it a field day coming up in July. Uh, tell folks how they can can come out there and and see the good work Lucas Evans does out there in Taylor, Texas. Yeah, so we're going to have this field day. Thanks again, Russell, always for putting this on, um, but. July, well, it'll be June 30th to July 1st, the weekend right before July 4th. Um, It'll be out here in Taylor. It's going to be a field day workshop, two nights, three days. Um, You'll get to see pretty much the whole process from seed to processing to a building. We're going to actually build and outfit a bathroom. Yeah, build a, let's build an outhouse out there. That's what we're doing. We're going to put it on wheels. (laughs) We're going to put it on wheels uh, <laughs> and, and be able to rent that out for a bit. But, uh, yeah, and then our website is texashempprocessors.net. Uh, that's easy to remember mm-hmm. if you're just interested in the hemp processing, uh, texashempprocessors.net. And then check out the theearthendeavor.com. Uh, that's kind of my overarching mission and organization and see some of the work that I do outside of hemp. Uh, but you'd be surprised how hemp kind of touches just about everything that we do. And so... I really encourage everyone to get involved in this. Keep up with the Hemp Reporter. 
And uh, check me out at Instagram, Lucas Noble. And yeah, Texas Hemp Processors on Instagram. Well, so. you 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 certainly are the real deal. You are a, a local boy from here in Central Texas. You graduated there at Southwestern in Georgetown. You've and you've made some progress out there. We've made some progress in the last few years since we've known each other. So it's just really good to 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 grow in this space together. One hundred percent, man. I appreciate it. We're well on our way to a bright green future. So well, very very cool. I can help. We'll make it make it happen, and we'll be talking with you about that uh, that uh, that that event you're going to have in July. You just let me know when you're having that, and we'll we'll be okay. sure to come out there and support you guys. Excellent. All right. Thank you so much. There he goes, Lucas Evans from uh, uh, Taylor, Texas, uh, chiming in here on the uh, Texas Hemp Show podcast. I'm Russell. We're going to take another quick break. We'll come back to talk a little more legislative update with our friend Jay McGuire at the Texas Hemp Federation and see how things are shaking up down there on Congress Avenue here in Austin. We'll be right back. More Texas Hemp Show after this. Texas Hemp Show is brought to you by your friends at CBD Pros USA, your cannabis experts. Right now, you can save 50% off any one product if you mention the Texas Hemp Show. That's right, 50% off anything on the online store menu. Nano tincture, watermelon gummies, our Brio Drip Moisturizing Cream, any single item, 50% off. That's CBD Pros. CBD is present in more significant quantities in hemp than marijuana and because it's non-psychoactive cbd is widely regarded as the cannabinoid with the most health potential by researchers if you'd like to learn more about cbd and our products at cbd pros you can read our education page and browse some of our products to learn more visit cbdprosusa.com that's cbdprosusa.com Big Sky Scientific is offering Texas a Big Sky discount on all full-spectrum distillate and isolate CBD oils. Does your CBD supplier actually produce their own CBD, or do they simply outsource from other wholesalers within the industry? We're offering store owners in Texas and retailers our CBD, CBG, Isomax, CBN, Isomax, and our broad-spectrum super premium extract. All of Big Sky Scientific products are over 95% CBD with minor connections present at 1%. CBN, CBG, CBN, CBT, and THC levels below 1%. Call Big Sky Sci for more info on our CBD extraction services and high-quality CBD oils. Big Sky distributes to the world's largest CBD manufacturers and is ready to distribute and work with Texas farmers today. Call Big Sky Sci at 406-578-4900. That's 406-578-4900. Big Sky Scientific. Smile and 
Wellness is a proud sponsor of the Texas Hemp Show and has earned a reputation for creating future-minded CBD and Delta innovations. From broad-spectrum CBD to a wide variety of recreational products, Smilin offers the best experience while matching the needs of consumers across the board. Are you a fan of edibles? The Smilin connection of in-demand hemp-derived goodies are bursting with flavor. Fun to consume, drive long-lasting results, and provide just the right amount of cannabinoid doses. Check out the variety of potent Delta 9 Gushers, Delta 8 Chocolate Malt Balls, Space Rings, and Nerd-like Candy Clusters. Smilin has also unveiled a new line of functional and euphoric mushrooms that provide powerful and pure solutions to nurture the body and elevate the mind. Stay tuned for the biggest launch of the year, Mushroom Life. Go to SmilinWellness.com, S-M-I-L-Y-N Wellness.com. Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine, and we are back talking a little bit of legislative movement. And our uh, next segment is going to be with our friend uh, Jay McGuire from the Texas Hemp Federation. Jake chimes in once in a blue moon here on the show and gives us an update with legislative movement there in the currently in the 88th legislative session and and. Uh, Jay can give us a, an update there with the Texas Hemp Federation and some of the things that he's working on. So let's bring in Jay uh, McGuire from uh, Texas Hemp Federation. Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show, Jay. How are you, man? Russell, I'm just peachy king. I, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be busy even if there were two of me because we're at that point at the end of the legislative cycle where things are getting really heated. And uh, you've got two chambers with two processes and things are moving uh, like two sets of roller coasters. Yeah. At some point, the car. So at some point, the cars on those roller coasters uh, move over to the other one. And so <laughs> we're uh, we're in a position now where we've got a bill. Uh, not one of the main bills that we have talked about in the past, Russell. Um, you know, we we've been very concerned about Senator Perry's uh, what we sort of loosely call the ban bill because it is it, it is intended to eliminate Delta-8 and other cannabinoids from the market in Texas. Um, and the House analog of that bill or the House um, uh, companion bill, which mm-hmm. uh, is, is uh, sponsored by Chair Click. The bill that I want to talk to you all about today uh, is House Bill 2818 by Briscoe Kane of Deer Park, Texas, uh, our nemesis in Pasadena, I have to point out, uh, not Representative Kane, but Deer Park itself. Um, that bill, and if you remember early on in the session, I explained to you the importance of the first paragraph of every bill is referred to as the caption. Mm-hmm. The language in the caption describes what that bill is for. And if the language in that caption is related enough, or in the term of legislative parliaments, parlance is germane, you can amend that 
germane language into it. And here's my concern. We're getting very late in the legislative cycle and the uh, representative click only has uh, next week and the week after to take up her bill and have a full hearing on it with public testimony. 1805. Likewise, that's correct. And Senator Perry has the same situation. And so I've, I have begun to, to, to suspect that those hearings uh, might not happen at all because all Senator Perry will have to do after House Bill 2018 passes tomorrow, it will be on the House calendar. I, they may not vote on it tomorrow, but it is on the House calendar tomorrow, general mm-hmm. state calendar. Um, and that bill goes over to the Senate. It could be amended uh, just like Senator Perry uh, took his it his uh, introduced version last session, mm-hmm. had the hearing, substituted in more uh, refined language that was actually worse for our industry, uh, and then moved that bill uh, or or that bill with that language. I think maybe we might be seeing something very similar afoot. I don't have any um, any information about whether Representative Kane wants this to happen or not i'll point out that senator perry uh is carrying the uh the senate companion to this bill and so here's here's what i think Mm -hmm. that bill goes over to the senate it is referred immediately to senator perry's committee we're so late in the session that we have a 24-hour posting rule to begin with but we may see him ask for uh, the full senate to suspend the rules so that he can take it up immediately. And in that rush, it will be very difficult for concerned parties like industry, like mm-hmm. consumers, manufacturers, everybody uh, who has an interest in this, uh, in this fight, very difficult for us to get organized enough to be there when he brings the bill in front of his committee. And just something, you know, a lot of people don't know this, uh, typically tend to meet in the Betty King room, which is behind the Senate chamber off the hallway, named after the the very gracious secretary of the Senate who would never have approved of any of the shenanigans that seem to go on these days with the name calling and the whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, The Betty King room is not accessible while the the Senate is in session. So I suspect we, we may find ourselves iced out of the public process. And that, of course, is a desirable thing for anybody trying to pass a controversial bill, because when you've got a room full of people who are hostile to what you're (laughs) trying to do, it tends to drag the process on. Yeah. Okay. I know this is a process heavy, heavy point, uh, but you got to get it. Those groups that want to have an impact need to pay attention uh, to this bill and any other bill with a germane caption because they may find that they're not able to get to the Capitol quick enough to get their people in front of them uh, on the mics yeah. to give their two or four minutes. Senator Perry could hypothetically substitute in really bad ban language because it's germane to the caption. He could have that voted out of that committee that night and he could have it sent to the Senate floor with the, you know, of course the blessing of the Lieutenant governor who, who determines all those things. Right. And then finally pass it. And if that happens, guys, we'll never have uh, a public hearing on the substance of what Senator Perry wants to do, which is to end Delta 8 and everything else uh, that we're deriving from hemp. 
uh, in our gummies and our vapes and other products. Well, that Jay, bill will go back to the wait back to the house, and the house has two choices. Anytime this happens, either chamber, it can say, "Yep, we agree with you, Senate. We'll accept your amendments," or it can say, "We refuse to concur with your amendments, and let's have a conference committee." The reason I strongly suspect that House will be motivated to concur is that the teacup expansion bill is still out there. And you may have seen, if you've been following some of the reporting about the legislature generally, not on this specific issue, is that the chambers are, are feuding with each other. We've kind of entered that Cold War, Cold War period where bills are being taken hostage. And it could absolutely be the case that teacup expansion is held hostage well, historically, until House unless, passed until cannabis and, until and unless they concur. So that's that's my worry. Well, historically, still... House passed cannabis legislation has been stalled out by uh, opposite yeah. changer when when you know it's presided over by anti legislative Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. So uh, we'll see. Well, that, let me say this: Teacup is I view it as a must pass from the point of view of of Chair Click and and. Maybe the speaker, I, I think he's taken a position on it. And so they're going to be in, in, in this terrible position where they've got to accept um, something that Perry really, really wants, which is the end of us, in favor of, you know, a, a somewhat mediocre expansion of a mediocre program. Well, there was I think no... your viewers need to get this now, today, that if they had planned on waiting to contact their members and to pay attention and to and to speak up, emails and phone calls. And if you happen to be able to get to the Capitol, go and visit. Do it now, because that bill will be eligible for Senator Perry to to uh, adapt to his purposes as soon as it passes tomorrow. There hasn't been any debate on the House floor on Stephanie Click's bill. That that looks like that's moving forward. Yes, sir. I, I believe that will be the case. Yeah. Well, what is your biggest concern? You know, with is that the language in Senator Perry's bill? You know, the introduced the introduced bill um, is is not ever the final version of the bill. Right. If you remember last legislative session, you know, we had an introduced bill that we knew was not good uh, for our sector of the industry. But the committee substitute that he laid out in the hearing and remember the hearing in which he compared us to the cartels and was extremely mm -hmm. hostile towards our, our side um, was far worse. He had even floated ideas about banning things as broadly as CBD because he's that concerned uh, about, quote, synthetic cannabinoids uh, evoking a completely misleading comparison to K2 and spice. We're not anywhere in that category. And so people tend to uh, uh, utilize the same patterns. I think what we're going to see is he's going to find a vehicle bill, 2018 may be it. He's going to tack on the language that's going to, to try to kill us, uh, and that is the bill that will move. Well, what do you think? That's, that's my concern. When is the final day, Jay, of legislative session? When does that end, in late May? Yeah, the, the, the legislature adjourned sine die, which is Latin, which is a Texas pig Latin for without another day on May mm -hmm. 31st. Um, typically, though, there are procedural uh, deadlines in the upcoming weeks. So as I mentioned to you, the last day for the House to vote out a House bill uh, out of committee is the 8th. 
and that would be the last opportunity for Chair Click to move her, her bill out of her committee. Um, and we have not yet seen a posting for this coming week uh, for the first. Uh, we would expect to see one. Uh, so we don't know whether or not uh, that bill is going to get heard you know, between now and then. We don't know if it's going to be amended onto another bill. Well, um, just just don't let the don't let the 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 shell game of bill numbers being kind of switched around fool you into thinking that we're safe if you don't see that there's a hearing with a lot of reporting and a lot of hue and cry about it. Well, certainly a lot of moving parts. Jay, tell us how folks can get in touch with you there at the Texas Hemp Federation and learn more about uh, and support your organization. Absolutely. If you're a manufacturer, a distributor, a retailer, or a consumer you're a laboratory or a farmer, I want you to call me at 512-954-8054 or email me at McGuire, and that's M-A-G-U-I-R-E, at TexasHempFederation.com. I'm glad to take as much time as I have available to explain to you why this is a lot worse than it might appear and also explain to you how the Texas Hemp Federation, among other advocacy organizations, have a plan and they're all we're all doing a good job and are all doing our parts uh, but we do need industry to engage well thank you so much jay for all it's always great to get a little update from you and have your perspective here on the texas hemp show i appreciate it and we're going to follow up with you here in another week or two and see what other movement changes as uh legislative sessions continue there down at the capitol thank you for your time jay Russell, thanks a lot. Always a pleasure to be on your show. Awesome. Thank you. Well, guys, that's all the time I've got this week. We'll be back next week on the program. We're going to have our friends on from Canna Spyglass, followed by our friends over at CBD Pros. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll see you next time. Did old Hank really do it this way? Well, I've seen the world with a five. Looking at the backside of me Singing my songs and one of his now and then But I think done them this way Now, I don't think Hank done them this way